Hey, guess what? It's your favorite zero level characters. It's the No Class Podcast with your internet buddies, Eddie and Matt. So back again with another soon to be award winning show once they create an award for whatever this is we're doing. (laughs) Whatever it is. The best at sitting at a kitchen table talking into rock band microphones and wasting people's time. Right on. The most productive waste of time. So what's going on, Eddie? Right now is the part of the show where we plug our shit. It's the obligatory long con plug. Trademark. So, long con. The long con, as I call it. long con, yeah. Long con red. Long con red. I like that. Okay, I like that. We are just a spit away from 100 badges sold, which is where we sold out last year. Right on. If you haven't got your badge yet, get it. This time last year, I'd say we had sold maybe 30 badges. Yeah. So we are kicking ass and taking names this year. Right on, right on. And your name will be on the badge when you come to the long con. Sweet. Do you have anything you'd like to say about the long con in November? Well, I mean, you know, not to cover ground we've already covered, but like, Cover it up. We're really excited about the new venue. I mean, you're talking about, if you like the Hampton, you're going to love this place. And if you didn't like the Hampton, you're really going to love this place. And if you like pina coladas. Yeah, and getting caught in the rain. Then you'll really love this place because they have pina coladas. They have a bar, you know. They have a restaurant. It's just really nice. Which we ate at. It's fantastic. We know the chef. Absolutely. We know a lot of the staff. Uh, The pool. It is awesome. I enjoyed it. And actually, I'll just put it out there. The uh, the lady that's over housekeeping, she like cracks the whip. And this particular Hilton has won awards for cleanliness. And if you're joining us from Red River RPG Con, mm-hmm. you're just going to be freaking stunned when you walk in. <laughs> that's night and day difference. Unless you have a ghetto hotel fetish or something, you might be disappointed then. And the other big thing is our special guest, Brendan oh, LaSalle. Brendan LaSalle. And so we're excited about Brendan. He's running some cool games. It's it's. I wish I could play in every damn one of them, but we're going to be busy running a con for your benefit. Um, and we've got uh, Richard LeBlanc is coming. We're excited about that, too. From New Big Dragon. Right on. And we've got Jonathan Thompson. From Battlefield Press. Exactly. So you get to play with the people that wrote the game, you know, I mean, or the game product, you know, third-party product. That's neat. I think that's great. Well, you know, you don't even have to go to the long con to play with Brendan LaSalle around here because we are just that cool. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 The thing you wanted to talk about? Duh. Is um, even if for some insane, unfathomable reason, you know, you don't come to the long con, but you really wanted to play with Brendan. This is, we're looking out for you. You still get a chance to play with, with Brendan. If either it's going to be the Thursday before the con, which is November 7th, which is a very important date in history. And the Monday after the con, you'll be able to play with him at the dragon's Lair in Shreveport, Louisiana. So between either, if you're, you know, we're, we cover the arc latex. So, the Arclitex Road Crew for DCC. Right on, you know. And so these are two places we've run a lot of, of fun games and played a lot of fun games through the years. We have a uh, uh, a lot of affection for both of these game stores. Hey, speaking of the Arclitex Road Crew, yeah, one of our other members, I don't know if you even heard this, our buddy Shane, uh-huh. and following my uh, 
policy of not dropping last names. Right on. Maybe he doesn't want to be mentioned, but right. hey, our buddy Shane, mm-hmm. he is a paid GM now. Hot dog. Yeah, I saw he ran a children's game. Yeah, I think that's going gangbuster. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, hey, that's the next generation of gamers. I love that. You know, it's like I don't have a problem with kids gaming as long as they're focused and in, in interacting with As long with as the it's game. not with me. I, I get what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. But no, I me, mean, I'm saying, you know, not, not to rehash that, but it's like if there's a kid that wants to play and they're engaged and interested and you can keep them interested and engaged, that's awesome. I think that's the best. That's great. That was, like I said, um, our old buddy Jason is bringing his son Gus, and it sounds like. Yeah, he's bringing his other son. There was yeah. another son at home we didn't even know about. Yeah, so family tradition. Yeah, and they all love DCC, so they told me they are very excited about seeing well, Brendan LaSalle. Well, yeah, because you have to figure, and we have Brendan, you know, which is which is really neat because he's, yeah, I mean, he's very much part of Goodman Games. He's ran a lot of great, wrote a number of great adventures. But then as well, you figure this year's con, if you like DCC product, we've got DCC games, MCC, we've got Cyber Sprawl Classics, Dark Trails. I'm forgetting we've got something else. I'm trying to think because a lot of people have made third-party product plugins. Yeah, are you thinking about Cubum and yeah, yeah, Un-American? Exactly, yeah, the American uh, Wastelands. That's what I was thinking about, which... That's my baby, so why would I forget that? But isn't that why would of, you? Why? That's insane. In the membrane. Yeah. So that's exciting. A lot of neat stuff going on there. All right. Well, let's take a moment then and talk about Long Con Spring, as I like to call it, or Long Con Green. Right on. For spring. Spring, yeah. Well, once again, same great venue. Um, and to get it in spring was kind of a coup because that's a busier time of the year. But this know. is what Red River has turned into. People uh, hooted and hollered and clambered and cried and said, please, please don't take it out behind the shed and kill it. And I wanted to put a bullet right between its eyes. But Eddie, believe it or Old not, softy. is a big softy. So we didn't put it down. We kind of, we, 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 we wounded it. We, we hobbled it, you know, but then no, we brought it back to Longview and started nursing it back to hell. Right on. But I'd like to think probably anybody that showed up there, well, most anybody that showed up there in Shreveport can make the short drive to Longview. But on the other hand, there were people that Dallas and Tyler that weren't willing to travel that far that ought to, you know, so more players means more games, more things we can do for y'all. Like for instance, um, we're going to have a, a take and play games. Take and bake pizzas? Wow. Exactly. That's even better. But no, like, you know, come try the game, play it, and maybe whoever wins gets to keep the game. That kind yeah, of play thing. to win. Play to win. That's what I meant. And then... Um, so for green, yeah. for Long Con Spring, we're adding in board games to make mm-hmm. it a little something different. Yeah. To give you a reason. Maybe you're like, I don't need that many RPG cons in a year. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to have board games as well. So if you love the RPG stuff, great. Come on out. It'll be the same great taste that you're used to. Mm-hmm. If you want something different... Or you have friends that are like not really into the RPG, but they love the board games. We're going to have that too. Board game companies seem like they're a lot more willing to part with product. They're very generous, which is wonderful. Because I think they understand that a lot of it needs to be demoed. Whereas like DCC and Goodman Games have been very generous to us too. Oh yeah, God bless But them. the difference is if one person picks up the book, you can teach the whole table. You can get away with one book per table mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas with a game, you've really, a board game, you, it's still going to be one to the table, but you kind of need to see it 
mm-hmm. and play it and get your hands on it yeah. in a different way, I think. Right on. Yeah. yeah. But Brother Wise Games has sent us a big box of stuff. Oh, some yeah. goodies. Boss Monster is the one I guess they would I would say you might know them for the most. Right. And then uh, Czech Games has sent us some too. Yeah. So we'll be giving away one of those in just a minute. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think most of our news going forth, you'll get a couple of blips here and there about the Long Con. But in a way, I'm already kind of thinking about Long Con Spring. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool that, you know, we're, because like, maybe some of the people that don't RP to play board games, they'll come out, do some board games, maybe they'll take take a turn at a, a role-playing game and it might be a little crossover and vice versa, you know, it might be people that aren't really board gamers that'll go jump on that. You and know? you can do both. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to commit yourself to one thing or the other because yeah. we love board games and we love role-playing games. We lo- I love, we love games. I can't speak for you, but I love games, period. Oh, yeah, you're games addicted absolutely we'll have that intervention later though i know well i'm a man of many and varied interests but but, um, but yeah you gotta think about it. you're a computer gamer you like board games role-playing games you know tiddlywinks whatever per cheesy so you know but absolutely. if you get us together at a table we're pretty much going to start playing dcc or dungeons and dragons because that's what we know yeah whereas a lot of people go the other direction they would play RPGs if they knew the rules better mm-hmm. or if that was the thing, but they're more likely to default to Catan or something that they have around. Sure. Oh, Catan. I love Catan. Yeah. Yep. So the, the long con train is already pulled out of the station. It's screaming down the tracks. Mm-hmm. So there's almost nothing we can do at this time. I'm blown it's away. It's happening. It's yeah. coming. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. It's got momentum. There's no stopping it now, but I mean, I'll, I'll tell that story of, of 20th time is that you know this time last year we had only sold 30 15 30 tickets we were looking at each other and we're going well we had a good run i guess that first one was a fluke and then you know it blew up the last day you know and we're like well i guess we're doing this thing but it's it y'all don't know how nice it is to know as of hell a month or so ago you know it's like oh wow look at this people are buying tickets people are engaged people are going to show up and and to be able to plan and do things to y'all's benefit, you know, knowing yeah. that it's going to happen. Because when we, when we found out the last day of ticket sales, oh, well, people want this con. There's certain things it was too late to scramble to do. Like, hey, we'd love to give the gang this and give people that. How about we provide one of this for them? Nope, it's too late to send off to wherever and have something made and shipped back in time. You know? Or special guests. Or yeah, If we can go, special. hey, there's going to be X number of people Cause, here. Yeah, because a lot of times these people, when they go, well, you know, if we're going to send a, a representation from our company, what's your turnout? Well, we sold five tickets. So, yeah, well, sorry, you're chomps, you know. So when we can go, well, we've sold 80 tickets so far, and we're projected to sell 150, you know. That's nice. And it's all thanks to you because if you're listening to this, you've probably already got your badge and, and you're probably one of the faithful. So we appreciate thank y'all. you very much. Thank you. You know, we're, we're, we're glad to do this. You know, it's anybody that wonders like we don't, we break even hell. The first couple cons, we lost money, but we're glad to do it because we love games. We love gaming and we're people that, that like to, what's what I'm looking for? Promote the hobby, you know, perpetuate it. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like we're I like to pass know. the love along. Right on, you know, but yeah, I just, I love gaming. I love cons, which. Yeah, go ahead and segue right in there. Well, first, I guess we should mention that we'd said last podcast. Speaking of the faithful. Yeah, 
last podcast we had put it out there that if somebody you know would send in a simple email and give us some ideas some feedback whatever if we mentioned on air we were going to have something for you well robert o had an, an robert vegeta that's right he had a number of really great uh ideas we whenever we put something out there yeah. robert's going to respond absolutely he's really good about that and i got to think about this the other day you know I have so much appreciation for him. He has been there to run at every one of our long cons and a lot of games and, and a lot of games. And, and the great thing is, I mean, it's great to have him out there in the trenches plugging away, but on top of that, we've gotten really good responses from people that have played in his games and always. I, and what I'm really have a lot of respect for him is that he's a brave GM in this regard that every time he's showing up with something different, but he's not like that cat's like, oh, I only run D&D or I only run DCC or whatever. That sounds like a segue too. Yeah, which I know. We, we could riff on a lot of this. But I mean, like we're talking about last year, boom, he's doing kids on bikes. He's doing... He's fun- doing Pugmire this year. Yeah. He did masks at number... Yeah, masks the first one. year. Boom, he did uh, kids on bikes and Funky Wagnall's Dream Machine or whatever last year. This year he's doing Pugmire. And um, lately around town he's been running games of, uh, uh, it's a Monty Cook game. And it's a really weird post-APOC. It's really out there. I can't think of the name. It's like Numenaria, I believe. But uh, it, it's a it's really got some neat concepts and I would honestly love to play it. But I just haven't been able to, to sync up. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Robert's great. And to his thing he put out there was um, cons and con expectations. Yeah, I've got it right here. So this is what I got. The subject of trying new systems and settings, the mindset of one shots versus long medium campaigns and the benefits and drawbacks of both and tempering expectations to maximize con enjoyment. And a lot of that falls back to things you consider in a convention. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about conventions a little bit. Our, one of our episodes was like our con experiences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In this one, we're going to tell you how to convention. Yeah, that's it, one that I'd said to Eddie a couple of different times. I was like, I'm always astonished why people aren't more engaged with the idea of cons. But then I thought, if you've never been to one... You really don't know what to expect. And it's kind of like the old, you don't know what you're missing. Well, we have talked about why you should go to a con, but we'll go ahead and beat that horse again real quick. Sure. Why should you go to a con? I've already got a home group. Why do do I want to come out to this? Why do I want to spend money? Well, okay, sure. You play D&D with that guy or gal, but this is someone different. Like we talked about, you can pick up tips and tricks maybe on how to run your own game from them that are different or unique if you're the guy running it. Or if you're a player, it's just, you know, yeah, it's, okay, I've had a hamburger before, yeah, but this guy does or gal does hamburgers different. You know, it's they season it a different way. You might get a different experience if you're instilled within your comfort zone of D&D. But more so, if you're someone who's a little, you know, brave, you can try different games you've never played before. And, man, I'm telling you, like, if you've never played Call of Cthulhu, Man, it is so much fun, and a con is the perfect place because kind of, like we said, riffing off these bullet points, I know there's people that have ran campaigns of Call of Cthulhu, and I don't doubt it's amazing and it's great, but for me, I like Call of Cthulhu as a one-off, but man, it is brilliant as a one-off, you know? And there's other games, and there's a lot of, well, I would never have known about DCC, but when I go to NTRPG, that's our con we go to every year over in Dallas, 
I make it a point. Well, initially I used to make a point to play something different, like every slot. One slot might be old school first edition D and D. The next one's Pathfinder. The next one's Castles and Crusades. The next one is some guy's weird homebrew thing or whatever. And I mean, I'll say that some experiences are better than others, but even the ones that seem bad initially make some of the best damn stories to tell later. Am I right? Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how I first played uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess. Ugh. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. But anyway, yeah, I mean, so, and it's just really neat to try out different games because you might find, heaven forbid, you're like, man, I like D&D, but geez, I love this game too. Well, it's not like you're cheating on D&D, you know? I mean, you could play this other, like I say, there's times, you know, you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. There's sometimes I'm feeling D&D, man, and I'm kind of like, yeah. And there's other times I'm like, you know, I'm feeling some DCC because they're, they're each great games, but they're good in their own way. I went off on a tangent there. Yeah, which is fine. The only thing I kind of ponder is, like you said, going between Dungeons and Dragons and DCC, I think I'd be more inclined to say, like, sometimes you've had enough of the woods. Sometimes you're tired of dwelling in that medieval city and you want to go play post-apocalypse or you want to do sci-fi or you want to do supers and you just change the setting entirely. Oh, yeah. Starcrawl is, I think we're going to have Starcrawl too. That's another third-party plug-in for DCC rules um, at ArcCon. I'm kind of jumping around. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, even within a game system, you know, there's different genres and stuff. And yeah, I love that too. I mean, absolutely. Like uh, there's now a Starfinder, which is the sci-fi Pathfinder. Um, Cause some people, you know, uh, there's a guy that has talked to me a couple of times. Like he's like trying to build up the nerve to come to the con. And he's like, I'm more of a sci-fi guy. And I'm like, well, I'm sure we'll have Starfinder. We had some Star Trek and Star Wars offered last year. So, you know, you, even if you're like, I'm not really big into fantasy, we got sci-fi. So. Well, I think this is the first year that you could play all DCC or variants all weekend too, which no. is something we're proud of. Oh yeah, I am definitely. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of jelly of the, the people coming because I, I don't get to enjoy the benefit of that per se, but it, it's all good. But if you love sci-fi, yeah. round up the folks and make it where you can play sci-fi games all weekend. Yeah. We've built it. All you got to do is come. Yeah, we had a group of players bring their game master and their players and came to the con and, and played at the con. And I thought, and, and you know, at first I was kind of scratching my head, but like going back to, you know, I'm not judging. And they wanted to come to the con and they had a good time and they wanted to be able to say we had a con experience while within our comfort zone of playing our D&D with our game master and our players. Hey, man, that's cool. You know, I'm totally cool with that. So why should you come to a con? It's going to be different. Probably is going to be better for some stuff. You're going to learn some new tricks. Yeah. So it's going to be better. And it's going to be different. Variety is a spice of life. But, and, and I know these people are out there because there's a gal that I bumped into that overheard me kind of plugging the con in our local game club. And she's like, oh, my husband's a big gamer. And I hand her a card and I said, well, tell him to come on out. You know, I'm not thinking about it. And she kind of hems and haws and I drug it out of her that basically this is a guy that, yeah, if he's gaming with his buddies in his living room, he's comfortable. But it's like the idea of coming out to a con is off-putting, dawning, whatever. But this is what I want to tell people is, and this is why I understand this. I've been coming to cons for, good Lord, 20 years years on and off i've helped run cons i've went to them and played them i've never ever had anybody be belligerent rude unappreciative you know um 
we're all nerds, you know, we're all dorks, geeks, whatever. Um, you know, we like a lot of the same things. We it's have your tribe. This, this is your, these are your people, you know, it's like, these are my people, you know, this is like a holiday for our people. And so it's one of those things to where, you know, Oh, I love sci-fi and fantasy. So do we, you know, well, I love games. Well, does so do we, I mean, we've got more things in common than we have different and people appreciate and it's a great way to network. I mean, here locally, this is generally mostly Arklatex people. So, yeah, I mean, you, this might be, you might find that new great DM or player or whatever. And we're small enough that we're not jam-packed. It's definitely not Gen Con with 10,000 people. If you're claustrophobic, no, we're not. We're going to be spread out. We're not going to be super loud. We're not going to have a bunch of extraneous, like, cosplay and all this other stuff that crowds up the venue. You know, we're going to have some vendors, but they're going to be outside the game area, you know. So, and, and even if people don't pay to come to the con, they can still interact with our vendors. That's why they're not in the venue space. See what we did there. Okay. So yeah. back to how do you do this? Sure. One of the first things you're going to have to do if you want to go to a convention, and not the long con, you don't have to worry about this too much, but if you went to, say, Gen Con, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get a room. Oh, yeah. And good luck getting one at the venue, if that's even an option. But you're going to want to plan that out probably a year in advance. Yeah, you have to plan out Gen Con a year in advance. You have to they now do like a, a hotel room lottery or something. and you Housing have to, lottery, I think. You have to hope that you can get one even remotely close. There might be a shuttle. There might not. You know, if you flew in, I mean, you know, oh, man, yeah. And then they do stuff where like there's just they charge you a badge to get in the venue. Then you have to hope to get your games. Then sometimes you'll pay an additional fee per game. And the price just to get in the venue is, well, a couple of years back, well, I'll say a couple, was what, four years ago, we had thought about going. It was 90 bucks a head just to get in the venue. I mean, that's not even getting to play games or, or anything. You're just your badge. I mean, yeah, so. And then each individual game was like, what, three and five bucks or something? It depends. Yeah. So anyway. So you will have to book your room probably a year out that's something you're going to want to look at we're talking about gen con not us yeah and this is not we're better or worse or anything yeah, this is just different i'm just saying yeah this is this is more for if you wanted to go to gen con or gary con or game hole con or a, a bigger con for us you don't have to worry about getting a room we've got the rooms they're available no problem but if you want to go to one of the bigger cons that's something you think should think about even ntrpg which does about Four or five hundred people, mm-hmm. they can get booked up oh, yeah. on their rooms. With, with, with any of these, you may not have to book it a year in advance. And I know yeah. a lot of people, and I'm not going to stereotype gamers, but just people in general. Because my wife, one runs, she she works in the hotel business, and she talks about she helps organize events like ours. And if I heard one story, I've heard a million about there. There's been the hotel rate in the block, and it's been available for six months. And then it goes away about a month before the event and someone's calling the day before, week before, walking up day of and like, well, that rate's not available. We made it very clear. You had six months. Well, you know, people want to dilly dally to the last minute. Well, you procrastinate and, you know, you you don't get the special rate. So if you're going to a bigger con, make sure you know what the hotel is, what the rate is where you'll be able to stay at, when the housing lottery stuff goes on, when uh, hotel rooms are going to open up. Mm-hmm. So that's just some of the things to think about when you want to go to a bigger con like that. Yeah. Another thing is, like you started talking about, 
is the badges mm-hmm. or the passes or whatever you, they call it. Yeah. We call ours badges because we use tabletop events. Mm-hmm. Some people use pass, um, but they will have different levels. You'll mm-hmm. have the platinum VIP, VIG, gold, silver. Mm-hmm. What is included with all these different badges is something to look at. Is it worthwhile to spend more? Exactly. What are you getting at each level that might you maybe you want that platinum one because you want to get into a game with all the famous special guests or you want to get that alone time in the champagne room with the private guests sort of thing. Well, hell, I need to hear more about that, you know, level. That's for Long Con 15. Right on. That'll that'll make it extra special. You also need to know, like what Matt was talking about, does the badge come with any tickets or passes that get you a seat at a table? Like NTRPG has their golden ticket. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Which essentially you get to just walk up on a game of your choosing and go, <clears throat> somebody scoot over and make room. I get to play at this game. You got a gold ticket player at last year's NTRPG at one of yeah. your games. So It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And NTRPG sells half of their tickets to use the tabletop events terms in advance in advance so you buy a badge and that's your pass to get into the event then you buy then you might buy tickets depending on what convention you're going to and your ticket is the seat at the game yeah it was flattering because i i know i think you sold all of your ticket all of your half seats in advance didn't you yeah which you can go back to our paid gming episode and stuff like that but that's just weird to me it feels so weird yeah. and i know you're in the same boat yeah. we, as well I mean, known as we are in the it, gaming world we sell out our stuff yeah i mean it's flattering and at first i thought ooh ah but then i thought well, maybe everybody sells half their tickets now i don't know so before we stroke our <clears throat> egos too much you know? yeah, i'm gonna do that regardless well, so. yeah no i was i was strutting when i was like ooh, i sold half my tickets mm, mm, what's my name you know that's always a good feeling, though. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and it's and it, I won't lie. I mean, I'll tell you right now, it's is, and and don't be that person to be deterred. Uh, the very first NTRPG, yeah, I'm excuses. They had like, we had the worst weather that year. It was right when the the tornado hit my house, and there was terrible rain. And like, it seemed like a third of the people meant to come to the con that year, just like couldn't couldn't get into Dallas because of the the weather. So that didn't help. But anyway, yeah, I had done all this work in painting and, and assembling and had done this uh, post-apocalyptic road chase thing with the diesel and cars that had dings and spikes sticking off of them and barbed wire and all that. Yeah, and man, it was just great. Paint all these miniatures and stuff. Not one player. Not a single one. People would come by the table and go, man, it looks cool. Yeah, thanks. Want to play? Nah, I got a game. Deuces. You know, but I didn't let that stop me. And here now, I mean, when I go... People like Matt, you know, people know me. They mm-hmm. want to play in my games. That's pretty cool. It's a good feeling. You know, they know you. They do. They, you know, I'm, I'm infamous. But anywho, but yeah, but no, the cons are great. Okay. So on your badge, knowing the badge sales occur mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. that you can get in there and get one. If it's something like Gen Con where it's going to, you know, they're going to be sold out the next day sort of thing. Yeah. Make sure you got, you get the appropriate level of badge, mm-hmm. which what do you want to get and how much do you want to spend? How much is it worth to you? Yeah. And like NTRPG, I don't know about Gen Con, but if you, you have like a six month grace period from when they first post them, you can save 20 bucks, which is a pretty significant savings. Now, if 20 bucks doesn't mean anything to you, meh, you know, buy them whenever you want. But then again, they might sell out. 
and a lot of cons do early word stuff. We do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can check and see if there's any other discounts that you might qualify for. Mm-hmm. And then going back to the tickets. Because we do a student discount. Yeah, going back to the tickets, we were looking at Gen Con, and like you said, it was 70 bucks for a badge. No, it was 90 And then on top of that, there was 2 to 10 whatever fee for your ticket. So one thing got you in the door, but you were going to have to spend more money if you actually wanted to play anything. Yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that. This is not our attempt to bury Gen Con because... Hey, go have fun. Do what you want to do. You can interact with our vendors without having to buy a ticket, for instance. Yeah. Well, with us, you get all your tickets on that badge, too. You only buy one thing, and you're good for the weekend. But I'm saying, like, to even go in and interact with their vendors, you have to have that $90 badge to get inside the the event, is what I'm saying, by by, by example. by uh, To get into the building. To get into the building. Whereas us, you can come in the building, interact with our vendors, wander around. You just can't come into the gaming space without a gaming badge so there's that different I mean, but different cons like i said we're not we're not bashing gen con yeah we are not here to bash we are here to instruct and inform yeah and we want to encourage you know the hobby hey if promote. you go to gen con and you want to go to gen con go crazy there's other cons that we would go to we'd love to go to gary con and i think we're talking about it for 2021 now or something yeah and my only thing that's off-putting for me is it's during like <laughs> The time of the year when it's single digit weather in Wisconsin, so I'm like, I don't know this old boy. I like it. I like it cool, but you know, I don't know about that. Game hole would be fun, but they're usually about the same time of year that we are. Yeah, I, no, they're they're literally like a week apart from us usually. It's just too too close together. But game hole sounds neat, you know, by all means. And we've met Alex Camera. I think he's the prime mover on that. Super nice guy. Great guy. But, you know, talking about cons, anything yeah. else? I mean, Badges and tickets. We've mm-hmm. covered that. Uh, you've got your stay. You've got playing games, running games. Mm-hmm. What should you expect when you play in a convention game? Yeah. And, uh, again, I mean, I'm sure these are the exception to the rule, but I've heard – see, I've read some posts from people talking about horror stories at um, some of these bigger conventions where some special guest stayed up till – two o'clock in the morning drinking all night shows up to the game late and hung over and just kind of phones it in you know and you're kind of like what but well the other thing i'll say on that is i've heard the horror stories of somebody just wanted to get their pass for the con so they just kind of go through the motions and run a game it's like hey i have to run x amount of games and then i get my free pass and i can do whatever i want Mm -hmm. so they're not really putting their all into that yeah which I, I, that's that sort of thing that gets my goat because, I mean, if you're gonna do something, do it right. Don't don't half-ass it. I hate that. But as a player, you're probably gonna be playing with strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bigger the con is, probably the further away from you that they are. Uh, like with us for the long con, they're probably within an hour of you. They probably yeah. live around here. They're somewhat local. Yeah, like Dallas might be the farthest flung. Yeah. If you're going to run a convention game, I would recommend highly that you use pre-generated character sheets so mm-hmm. you don't have to go through all that at the table. Even though, I mean, some old school systems or retro clones, you can make a character in five minutes, but still you're cutting into your playtime. Yeah. And if you're going to play something higher level, it gets more and more complex. Even if it's like, you can roll up a character in a minute. 
okay, now we're going to say that they're eighth level. Oh, so boy. they've got to be completely geared out Maybe for the challenge. Pick, and pick spells. Ugh, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Pre-gens. That, we, I know. That's you and me both. We always use And it'll help you as the game master because you know what to expect a lot more. But talking about a fun thing would be, didn't you talk about you might do a thing where if people are playing this one game of yours, you'll let them level their character for the next game or something? Or am mm-hmm. I... Oh. Well, I've got an ongoing game, if yeah. that's what you're talking about. Which is pretty cool. Um, but And also, you'll get some special experiences at cons uh, that you might not get in a traditional home game, you know, and vice versa. Yeah. You know. Some people will pull out the stops a lot more for a convention game. Mm-hmm. And some people will give away swag and stuff, which is kind of neat, you know. Well, that's another topic that I will discuss in the future, I think. But it was like, when I went to the last NTRPG, somebody was like, all the GMs are giving away stuff. Hmm. And it's like, have we got to that point now that people expect you to give them something for playing on your table? Have no. we gone that far? No comment. <laughs> um, but you know what? I, that's the great thing I love about running games for Goodman. Goodman gives me stuff to give away, you know, so I don't have to worry about it necessarily. Yeah. Swag. All right. So we got booking your room. Mm-hmm. Buying your badge, playing, running. Uh, if you're going to run, you may qualify for a, some kind of discount. Some cons do that. So look into that before you buy your badge mm-hmm. or see if you do get any free good stuff. If you want to run a ton of games, you may be able to talk to some company and oh, get yeah. them to sponsor you, give you the room. You can be that guy that's just going through the motions. Yeah, no, there are people... The, some of these game companies that want they need somebody to run games for them and they'll go hey we've got a couple extra rooms we purchased we'll put you up in a room and we'll pay to get you in the con but you got to run X number of games yeah. yeah and I don't think it would be terribly shocking if you heard about me and or Matt doing that at some probably Goodman Games DCC thing in the near future yeah that'd be cool um, because that's like talking about Gary Con the rooms at the and you know everybody well I say that I would generally prefer to stay at the venue where the, the con's going on, whichever con it is. But those rooms are usually hard to get. And part of it is I think these game companies will buy up oh, yeah. eight, nine, ten of them or something for their various staff and people they brought or whatever. And some of these hired gun game masters or something. But that's one of those things, yeah, if you can get one of those rooms, it's nice. you know. Uh, talking about uh, playing at the convention playing with the special guests playing special guest games mm-hmm. for us we've got Brandon locked down to I think six players on his table mm-hmm. but there are some that you go to where the special guest says I can take 25 people and we've beat that horse a lot but look at that too when you're looking at the special guest games see how important it is for you to play with this person sometimes you just want to get your card punched and I get that you can say I played with him if you were one of 25 at the table. Yes, you played with that person. You can say that. But how good of a gaming experience is it going to be? I got to go, uh-huh, and roll a die 21 time. Exactly. So keep that in mind. If if it's something you just want to be able to say you did, or if you're really expect, expecting some premium, ooh-la-la, this will be the best game of my life, mm-hmm. it probably won't be with 20 other five people playing. Right. Yeah, we signed up for a couple of celebrity games that when we got to the table and saw how many people were there, it's funny, me and Eddie know each other long. We just looked at each other, no word was said, but that look was like, F this nope. noise, we were gone, deuces. Yeah. 
And then many times we're just doing to some random drop-in game and have a phenomenal experience with some guy that you never heard of. How about vendors? And I love that too, man. I love the vendors because even if you'll think, well, I mean, I've got D&D books and those. Well, 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 I mean, you know, there's, say, uh, Andrew's uh, dice bags. What does he call them? Durthens. Mm-hmm. It's his, you know, fantasy. Anyway, Durthens bags are phenomenal. And you're like, oh, dice bag's a dice bag. Nah, Holmes, you got to check these bags out. Andrew makes them with his own hand, stitches them. He casts the resin dragon head, demon head skulls that he puts on the drawstring. And they're really high quality because they're not something made for a penny a piece by eight-year-olds in Taiwan. I mean, they're really high quality. And that's just an example. So vendors, you can get some neat stuff. Yeah, keep in mind, uh, especially if maybe if you go to the bigger ones, you're going to see some stuff that you might not see in the local area. Mm-hmm. You could save yourself a lot of shipping. Mm-hmm. So I know we'll have frog gods. And that's a big draw for some people right there yeah. is they're like, I can go there. I can pick it up today. I can look at it in person before I buy it. You can save shipping. The price and of shipping you save on, a ton of yeah, shipping on, great, especially some of those big, big heavy, massive tomes. Yeah. Shipping on those big, heavy, hardbound books can get kind of pricey. So you're going to sh- save shipping, which is nice there. And I'm telling you, Frog God, these big like campaign in a book. The artwork is gorgeous. The production values are great. The, the writing is really quality stuff. And here's a whole fifth edition campaign. I'll set out, plot it out for you with great artwork. Monsters already made. That's just phenomenal. So there's that. So keep that in mind. There's going to be a lot of vendors. You're probably going to, buy, going to want to buy a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're traveling, if you flew, maybe make that room in your suitcase. Right on. And that's, that's a good tip. That's like me. I always make sure that I kind of maybe work a couple extra shifts or something to have a little extra jingle in my pocket because I know I'm going to want to drop some money on the vendors. And, and I'll say for long con, cut you off right there, for the long con, please, please, please help our vendors and make them want to come back. If you see somebody that's good, if you want to see them again next year, mm-hmm. drop some coinage on them and that'll make them want to come back and then you can keep getting good stuff from them. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, some of these vendors are people that we've interacted with at other cons or elsewhere and we liked them had a good relationship with them and we were like hey man we'd love to have you at our con so yeah i mean we want them to have a good experience because they're like um what is what is donahue's outfit etten etten games Etten's super nice guy i've dealt with him for years in trpg he's always been really good about yeah hey, you know i'll knock this off or i'll do that or oh that one's got a, a blemish on it mint, mint, whatever just super nice guy he brings his wife a lot of times she's a really sweet lady just good people you know so, but we've had happy vendors so far, so that's another one thanks to you guys. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. You know, that's Frog God <laughs> over at Red River. Man, everybody was very generous with them, and we appreciate that, and they appreciate it too. I don't think they don't. Yeah, that's They're actually uh, – yeah, so they're actually uh, helping sponsor us this, yeah. this in April. Yeah, for – Long Con Spring. Long Con Spring. They're they're actually going to be. We finally have some sponsorship. Yeah, Ooh, la nice. la. We're looking for more. Well, here's the problem that people have at conventions that I can't understand. What to eat at the convention? How to find food? Hmm. I'm betting neither one of us have that problem. No. Well, first of all, I guess I'll tell them myself. I always yeah. bring like a big box, like breakfast bars. 
And what I'll do is I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just eat a couple of those, kind of get me going. I'll throw a couple more in my bag. If I'm at the table, I get a little peckish during my first game. I'll eat those breakfast bars. That'll hold me over. And I pack snacks. Yeah, you're, yeah, definitely. Bags of kudos and... Kudos to you. Right on. Combos. Pe- combos. That's right. Combos. The pizza roll ones. Beef jerky. Beef jerky, yeah. And what not... What was it? Salty snacks. Yeah, your other snacks. Oh, uh, you know, you're salty enough, but whatever. You're going to have the Reese's Pieces as well. Oh, man, love Reese's Pieces. Um, anyway, yeah, and then it's like generally at most of these places they'll have a special lunch menu for the con. And like NTRPG has a great one, and we've been working for you guys, and we've got Chef Josh and uh, the other chef, and I'm so bad I can't remember her name, Alana or something, but anyway, um, they're working on some sliders on Hawaiian bread with like a special aioli or whatever, blah blah blah. Like it's like sliders, but it's like ooh la la, put your pinky out sliders, and you know they'll have some stuff like that. So your general tip is yeah. pack some stuff like uh, cereal bars, pop tarts, whatever right little cheap stuff that you can eat for breakfast. Yeah. Bring yourself some bottled water. Mm-hmm. Again, this is going to depend on if it's somewhere that you're flying to or driving to and what that situation sure. is. But if you can pack some food along, that's going to save you a lot of money. Yeah, because cons, I, mean, that's, I think, might be one of the term people like, oh, it's expensive. It doesn't have to be. Find someone to split a room with. Like we said, bring these snacks, your own, your own water if you're not flying in. Boom, you've just saved a ton of money. Or right drinks, there. whatever you want. Yeah, but Mountain Dew. Bring a cooler if you want to. Yeah. Load it up with all that kind of stuff. Or if you can spend a few bucks, there's always pizza delivery. There's waiter. Uh, Uber Eats, Flavor, uh, DoorDash, Grubhub. We've got all that available here locally. And there's probably something along those lines wherever you go. There's probably something if not within walking distance, within a very short drive that you can go eat at. Jimmy John's delivers, you know, and some other places, or pizza places, of course. They've always delivered. So, yeah. So, it's easy enough to get food. And then, of course, there's the hotel restaurant. If you mm-hmm. have a swanky convention yeah. that has a restaurant. Nice. The Long Con can finally move up into that category. Oh, yeah. And the bar has these appetizers that are phenomenal and very reasonably priced. They're so good. But, yeah, you know. So, uh, we've gotten you to the con. We've gotten you your room. We've got you your badge and your tickets. We've got we told you a little bit about playing and running games. Mm-hmm. We've told you about how to survive so you don't starve to death. Interacting with vendors. Be sure to bring some money for that. Yeah. And, you know, have some storage space for the swag you're going to purchase. Oh, and be prepared. A lot of the Game Master's who are running games, it's games they've written, they're more than glad to sign it for you. So be sure you've got your copy to get it signed. Which is going to pay off for you at the Long Con this time with Brandon. Yeah. And Richard and Jonathan. You give any one of them would be glad to sign something for you. Gratis. Here's one that would be right up your alley. The Con Crud. Oh, yeah. Okay. In the week or two leading up to the cons we run and the cons we go to. Eddie and I make, and it's hard for me because I work in healthcare, but we try to avoid anybody that's sick, not a lot of handshaking, use the hand sanitizer, wash your hands. That's, yeah, you don't want to be, because a buddy of ours, classic error, he got sick right before the con. Gary. 
and and God bless him, he rode the bed the whole con and just sick as a dog. That's number one. But number two is we've always noticed that like NTRPG, we stole so many pages from them. There's like hand sanitizer wherever you look, a bottle somewhere. At our con, yeah, I go out to the store and I buy an armload, you know, for our con and I put them on every table and every countertop. Avail yourself of that hand gel. You're meeting your the beloved guy who wrote that book, the guy you game with last year. Oh, it's good to see you again. Everybody, you're shaking hands. It's a, sadly, it's a, an antiquated tradition that we continue to this day, but you're touching your sweaty freaking palms against theirs. So know. in case you were wondering, Matt does not want to shake your hand. He I'm, loves you, but he does not want to shake your hand. If you come up to me and you just did the, like the hit to like, sup, you know, whatever, I'll sup back at you. Like, sup, you know, and you know, th- there's that same handshake respect has been conveyed. You know, no. But anyway, I shake hands. But but yeah, the alcohol gel, wash your hands, look out. People are sneezing. It's going to be November for a long con. But no matter what time of the year, man, people at your table, somebody's sneezing or snuffling. Yeah, I mean, you got to, you know, get some rest, eat. You know, I think that's how people get sick is you know, hygiene. Hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. It's not just a greeting. But yeah, hygiene, hydrate, you know, get some sleep, eat right. You know, take care of yourself, whatever. And because, you know, the worst, I don't know how many of these people will come back from cons that I'll hear, I got the con crud. I got the con crud. But don't let that deter you because, once again, like I knock on wood, I don't think I've ever had the con crud because we take these precautions. Mm-hmm. We see, we're warned, we're taking care of you, we're looking out for you, you know. But don't like shake somebody's hand and then rub your eye, <laughs> you know. But sneeze into your hand and then yeah. go around passing out handshakes. Exactly. Yeah. All of those high five booger high five. Anyway, but yeah, well, Good this, one. this is the part of the show where you can give us the feedback right on. What didn't we talk about? Was there anything, were there any questions you have left about conventions that you would like us to answer? Right we on. can put that in a future show. We have no problem with that. And remember our email address is. He set himself up for this, folks. I did. Isn't that awesome? Hey, Eddie, keep talking. I'm not in charge of that. If you'll remember back in episode one, there was one person that was assigned to cover all the lulls in the show to be talking at all times. I didn't set up this email, so I'm trying to remember the exact name of it. I bet it's something like no class RPG podcast at gmail.com. It is. It's no class RPG podcast at gmail.com. Duh. That was pretty complicated. (laughs) Extremely complicated. Yeah. So by all means, avail yourself of that. Send us messages, you know, praise us. Tell us you'll offer us money to quit doing this. Just whatever. It won't take much. And and again, a couple of bucks will quit. If we mention your stuff on air, there might be some sort of prize or, you know, something involved. A hearty handshake. Yeah, I don't even think you mentioned that, did you? Oh, yeah. By the way, Robert, look in your email or message us, and you hear this, and we'll be sure to give you a code for free gaming stuff. So, in other words, Robert, when you hear this, message me, and I'll send you a code for a game. (laughs) Because Grandpa might forget if he's been in his drinks. Let me know. Uh... I think it's Through the Ages is one option, which is kind of a Civ-like game. Ooh. The other one is Galaxy Trucker, which is, I'm going to forget the name of the game right now. It's not Into the Breach. It's Faster Than Light. And these are digital downloads for a quote-unquote board game, but they're digital games. They're kind of like apps. 
Let me know which one of those you would prefer, and I'll shoot you out the code. And if you, dear listener, come up with some good feedback for us, maybe you'll win yourself one of these codes next time. Ooh la la. But it's that time. We're all out of hit points again. Mm -hmm. Explain. Later. Bye.